Join Pastor George Zunwa on a journey of genuine God encounters through the Word of God. Through the teachings of Pastor George Zunwa, you will gain knowledge on how to triumph over challenges and transform them into testimonies. For more information and testimonies, contact us at 0702-5950 or 0702-5950. 5951 experience the power of God's word Jesus exceeds expectations when you talk about authority you talk about the right to rule the right to exert rulership a lot of people just talk about the authority of the believer Jesus said I give unto you power but there are other things that deal with authority in the Bible, you need to understand and be able to know how to work with those things. So I'm just going to give you seven levels of authority. Now when I mean levels, I didn't just say seven kinds of authority. There are kinds of authority. When I say level, I'm making them for you to know one is higher than the other. The first level of authority is sovereign authority. Sovereign authority talks about absolute authority. Sovereign authority talks about an authority that you cannot overrule. The highest authority. The final say in everything. The one whose word is law. The authority that does not refer to another authority. The authority where every authority ends that's the highest level of authority and there's only one person that has sovereign authority his name is jehovah go with me to the book of isaiah chapter 44 verse 6 thus says the lord the king of israel and his redeemer the lord of hosts i am the first and I am the last. Beside me, there is no God. And who can proclaim as I do? Then let him declare it. And set it in order for me, since I appointed the ancient people, and the things that are coming and shall come. Let them show this to them. Verse 8, do not fear, nor be afraid. Have I not told you from that time and declared it? You are my witnesses. Is there a God beside me? Indeed, there is no other rock. Now look at what he said. I know no one. There is not any other one I know. I don't care what other gods are in your village. God says he hasn't heard of them before. He said, I don't know them. When we call for meeting, they don't come. When they say, let gods come, they don't show up. I have not met them before. Can you lift your hand and say, there is no other? God said, if we call meeting now and say, gods come, they won't come. If I sit down, they won't sit. If they are there, let them show up. Let them declare themselves. Let them arise and speak. And they can't speak. He's the only sovereign authority. Now listen carefully. Why you need to understand sovereignty is this. 
that when you begin to exercise authority as a believer, the only thing that limits your authority is the sovereignty of God. You want this. God does not want it for you. You can mobilize any level of prayer you want. If God says no, it's not going to work. Not because your authority is not real, but because there is one overriding authority. That's why people get frustrated and they lose faith. Because they're believing for something and that thing did not happen the way they expected it. And in their mind, they don't understand that there's somebody in control who has a bigger and a better plan than they can imagine. They say their prayers were not answered. But the person who answers prayer chose by himself not to answer that prayer because he has a higher agenda. Believer's authority is suspended when the sovereignty of God is imposed. That's why you can minister as a pastor, you pray for something and God says no. It doesn't mean he won't do it. Just relax. You are not the boss. He's the boss. You are under authority. Whether for people who are born again and people who are not born again, there is absolute what? Authority. And the limit of every other authority is in this absolute. The authority of God. A sister told me this story. The young man is the schoolmaster in the hostel. The person that handles the children in the hostel where the son is. So one day they went to, to visit the children. And the young man came, greeted them and all that. So she just shared with the young man about the word of God. I said one day just occurred to her to ask him, start paying your tithes. So this young man started paying his tithes. Just casually, without expecting anything much. Then his mother died. So that weekend, he was going home to do the burial. He has collected his allowance, collected some money. And he was going back with some of the teachers in the school. So they left the school. And we are going to where they are going to take a vehicle from there to go. As they were coming out. Armed boys attacked them. But, listen to this. Before she left, he left the hostel. He has already taken his, he has not gone to church. That's not Sunday. He has taken out of his salary, he has removed his tithe and kept. The money that people gave him for the burial, he removed another tithe and kept. And just carried the money he wanted to use for the burial. And left the tithe that when he comes back, he will give God his tithe. They came out. All the people that were with him, they searched all of them. Now, at his back, he had at least a hundred thousand naira with his uh, phone and all that. Listen, they searched everybody, collected their phones, collected every coin they have. They searched him everywhere, inside and outside. Put hand at the back pocket where the money's were and didn't find the money. When they were trying to beat him, he told them money was there. He put his hand there and touched the money. Told them to collect. They put hand. They couldn't see the money. That is what made him know that this was not physical. Do you know? He put his hand there by himself. Brought out some money and gave them 
and they say, okay, you can go. He carried his money and left. He just dashed the money from there. Everybody lost their phone, lost their money. He only gave them money and passed because they couldn't see the money inside his pocket. I said, that is God proving to you. God is a mystery. My God, are you hearing me here? Now, it doesn't happen like that to everybody. But God uses one or two things to teach a lesson. God is a mystery. Anywhere you go today, there shall be no loss. When she told me, I said, That's, that is God. That's why he's sovereign. Now we go to the second authority. The second one is what they call veracious authority. V-E-R-A-C-I-O-U-S. Veracious authority is simply the authority of truth. Do you know that truth has power? Truth is its own authority. You know, Jesus said, he said, we can do nothing against the truth. But what? For the truth. Truth is its own authority. Truth many times does not need something to depend on for support. Truth stands on its own. Truth can defend itself. Listen to me. If a man comes out now and he owns this thing, he knows he owns it. If this thing is in contention, when you look at his face, his attitude is different. Whether he wins this or not, he doesn't go home feeling shaken. Truth has weight that can defend itself. Truth is a light. Do you know that whenever truth confronts a lie, even if that lie does not submit in recanting, whenever truth confronts a lie and the liar keeps lying, just the weight of the truth will subdue. That's why a lie cannot live long. A lie have a short lifespan. We can't do anything against the truth. We can only do something for the truth. The authority of truth is the second highest authority. If it is the truth, take it up, take it down, turn it upside down, bury it on the ground. If it is the truth, it will prevail. I don't mean you will win the case in court. I mean you will prevail. Because heaven and earth we defend truth. The authority of truth also talks about something you may not have looked at before. Jesus said, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. Listen. Jesus did not say that the word of God is true. He said that the word of God is truth. Jesus said, thy word is what? Truth. Not that this book is true. This book is truth. And if this book is truth, every other report is false. Please listen here now. Without any effort, this book, if you hold on to it, it will prevail against every lying situation in your life. If this book is truth, the medical report you have is false. Thy word is truth. 
He didn't say that word is true. What the doctor said is true, but it's not truth. The medical report you have is true, but it's not truth. Thy word is truth. This one is true, but there is something called truth. Now truth has authority to subdue everything, even the things that are true. Is anybody hearing me here today? Truth is the second highest level of authority in the universe. Truth has the authority to subdue true. It can be true, but truth will swallow it. It is true that when a woman passes a certain age, she has menopause. But truth says, by this time next year, Sarah, you will embrace a son. When truth came, the truth was swallowed. So it's not that what you saw is not true. What you saw is true. But there's truth. There's a second highest authority in the universe. The authority of truth. The third authority. is the authority of conscience. That's the third highest authority. The authority of conscience. Now listen. You know what conscience is? That thing in your heart. Now, do you know that with or without the Bible, people know right and wrong? In every culture on this earth, no matter how primitive that culture is, in the heart of everybody, there is a sense of right and wrong. How did it get there? What supports it? What fits it? What encourages it? Conscience can excuse or accuse you, even without any preacher. No preacher has said anything, and yet conscience. Have you heard the Bible say the wicked runs when nobody is pursuing? Let me give you an illustration. In John chapter 8, you have the story of the woman that was caught in adultery. And the people gathered and were ready to stone the woman. They're carrying stones. They said to Jesus, Moses said, if anybody does this, stone the person. What do you say? Jesus waited a little and Jesus answered them. Any one of you that don't have any sin, let him do what? Cast the sister. What did the Bible say? It said, being convicted by their own conscience. Starting from the eldest down to the least, they began to go out one by one. What authority subdued them that day? The authority of the conscience. What subdued them was not Bible verse because already they have quoted the Bible verse. It wasn't religious authority. What subdued them wasn't governmental authority because Jesus didn't have governmental authority. They had the custom and the laws already. And Jesus cannot quote sovereign authority because they didn't believe he was God. So there was no other authority. There was no other authority he can apply to. What authority will he use to subdue them? Is it authority of truth? No. Why? Because the woman did what they say she did. Come and talk to me. Is that true? So how do you stop this madness? He invoked the third level of authority. The authority of conscience. Any one of you that has not done this thing before, open your mouth and speak. Now cast the first stone. And when he spoke, their conscience rose up. And their conscience took the stone. Those men were holding stones, but their conscience was holding rocks. While they were lifting their stone to throw, their own conscience have started throwing. 
subdued by the authority of their conscience, each one turned and started running away. And anywhere you are today, may your conscience be alive. Amen. The fourth level of authority is delegated authority. Delegated authority. That's authority that somebody gives to you. Somebody says to you, represent me. Act on my behalf. Do this in my name. That's called delegated authority. Do you know why some of these things I'm talking to you are important? If you want to operate mightily in delegated authority, submit under the sovereign authority. Hold on to the authority of truth. Have the authority of your conscience working with you. Then the fourth level becomes easy to operate on. If you submit to the sovereign authority, the authority of God, and you hold on to the authority of truth. That is this book. And then you have the authority of your conscience on your side. The fourth one, behold, I give unto you power. Becomes easy to operate. There's a fourth level of authority. The authority that is delegated. Now listen to me. When somebody delegates authority to you. You have a right to act on that person's behalf. Those of them that are lawyers. They talk about what they call power of attorney. Power of attorney is that somebody has signed one or two, a paper or another and given to you to act in his name. Let's say your brother traveled to America and he has a land here and he signed the power of attorney for you to take care of that land and that building to administer it, to manage it, to run it, to do anything with that. And one day you wake up in the morning and invite somebody and say, I want to sell this house. And the person comes and you negotiate, you sign agreement, and you sign. The man pays you, you collect the money, put it in your pocket, and your brother, the man goes and takes over the house. If your brother comes back, uh, will he be able to get back the house? You know why? Because he gave you the right to act like the owner of the house. So the person that bought that house even though he didn't meet the owner, he bought it from the owner. Now, when Jesus said, I give you the power to act in my name, that means this, that if you sell Jesus' property, that property is sold. If you sign with the name of Jesus, it's Jesus that signed. If you proclaim with the name of Jesus in heaven and earth, it's Jesus that said it. So, when you say in my name, you shall cast out demons. When you stand against a demon and you raise up the name of Jesus, that demon is not seeing you. He's seeing Jesus. You are acting on the behalf of Jesus. You cannot have a half of an executive power. You either have full or none. So, at the name of Jesus, how many knees bow? How many knees bow? So how many knees should bow to you? So every witch and wizard, every situation and circumstance, every poverty and darkness must bow to you. It's called authority. Somebody say authority. A brother shared with me a testimony yesterday. He gave a testimony about the sister that came from the U.S. That has been there for 20 seven years. As they were going home, the sister told them a story. She said she has never told any living human being before. 
He said many years ago, as she came into the U.S. and settled down, that one day, she wasn't in a dream. It wasn't that she had a trance. She was in the room, and suddenly two snakes appeared and attacked her. They didn't bite her. They attacked her. So she started fighting with those demonic pythons. She could see them. In the midst of the fight, the snake wrapped around her waist and disappeared in her. And all these years, she has carried that thing around and has never told any human being in any place until she came on Sunday. And while I was praying, I said, there's somebody here, there's a snake around their waist. He said, as the moment I say that thing loose from her waist, it's called authority. Years of pain and suffering. Who will you tell in America who will believe you? Sovereign authority. The authority of God. But it's delegated authority. At the name of Jesus, it doesn't matter how many years. It doesn't matter how big. Every name must bow today. That knee will bow to you. Yeah. I want you to catch a revelation of what is available. If you don't, you will just be doing church, church. He gave you his name. Act like somebody that has his name. Behave like you have his name. You have a right to act in his name. You say, what of if I do something and nothing happens? Do it first. Who cares if nothing happens? Jesus has delegated authority to you. He said in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, Behold, I give unto you what? Power. That word power is simply authority. Exosia in the Greek. To tread upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means do what? Hurt you. I am under delegated authority. I can sign for him. In today's fast-paced world, we all need contacts and mentors on social media for inspiration, motivation, and more. You can connect with Pastor George Izunwa on all his social media handles. Follow him on Facebook at Pastor George Izunwa, Instagram and Twitter at George Izunwa. Connect and let's take the journey of greatness together.